This is the No Grow Show Show. A weekly audio and video production of the First Baptist Church of Grandview, Texas. At FBC Grandview, we desire to ensure that every person in Grandview knows that they are loved by Jesus and His church. This show is one more way we pursue that goal as we discuss with our church members themselves how we can know the love of Christ by a God who regularly reveals himself to us, how we can grow in that love towards our brothers and sisters in Christ through whom God uses to show us truth, and how we can show the love of Christ to those around us. So get ready, pull up a chair, and dive in with us as we celebrate and discuss the love of Jesus Christ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode number 11 of our No Grow Show show, where we interview church members, ask them the same four questions every week in an effort to learn more about them and what God is doing in our community. Today, we have another one of our deacons, uh, one of our more newly elected deacons. Has it been a year yet? Almost. Approaching. Okay, I thought so. Uh, So Rustin Mace is our guest uh, today, and uh, we're just going to jump right into the questions. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being with us. All right, Rustin. So first question, it's always the most fun, uh, and that is tell us something interesting and or funny about yourself that we might not already know. So I'm sure as most husbands would ask your wife that question, right? Like, yes. hey, what's interesting about me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm actually what she calls an adrenaline junkie. So mm. I grew up, uh, my dad drag raced, so I got into drag racing really young and really enjoyed that. Did that for a lot of years. We don't anymore, um, you know, kids and life get in the way of mm-hmm. that. But also, about four years ago, most people may not know this, but ended up getting my pilot's license. Um, after people ride with me in the car, though, they don't really want to ride with me in the plane. So <laughs> I haven't done that a whole lot, but I do have that. So, um, yeah, I guess the interesting thing about me would be I like, I like adventure. I like, um, you know, just adventurous stuff i guess yeah was it uh it wasn't last year so it wasn't 2020 either was it 2019 when you flew to new mexico for our mission trip i did yeah uh do we have time for that story yeah go for it that's a good story (laughs) uh yeah i I had i got my pilot's license i think like four or five months before that um and so i'm like all right you know i'm ready let's let's take off across uh west texas desert or well whatever you want to call it the plains i guess (laughs) on uh to the mission trip. So we were going to Moriarty, New Mexico. No, that was Clovis. Clovis, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, my Clovis first like long trip by myself, uh, took my wife with me. And at the time, our five-month-old baby, mm. Bristol. Mm-hmm. So it was just the three of us. And uh, we're taking off across. We're flying across West Texas. Everything's good. And uh, everything on my dash and the airplane goes out. And like I've only been a pilot on my own for a few months now. So, of course... Panic starts to set in pretty quick, but quickly realized it was an electrical issue, and those planes fly with that electric, electrical things, so it was fine. We ended up making it there, no problems, but it was a bit of a scare. Ended up, uh, she was freaked out, so she rode back with somebody. <laughs> I flew the plane back by myself. Long story short, it was it was interesting time, but looking back on it, we enjoyed it. It made memories. So if you ever want to book a ride on the Maze Airline... <laughs> There's yeah, <laughs> thanks for the sales pitch. Uh, I'm not sure I'm selling our uh, airline service very well. <clears throat> hey, I was I was impressed. Um, all right, so there you go. Now you know this about <laughs> Rustin. If you ever need a pilot, we have one right here in the church. Yep. 
All right, so let's uh, let's jump into the questions that are more specific to uh, our mission and our strategy here at FBC Grandview. Um, and we're going to start with um, the no question, which is, how has God been revealing himself to you lately? You know, I think um, during this time, definitely. But I, as I mentioned before, adrenaline junkie. So my, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, uh, I'm Enneagram 7, which is you know, kind of adventurous in that sort yeah. of same way. And we tend to say yes a lot. Mm. And so I think we can tend to get ourselves overwhelmed some. So especially in your, your sermon the other day resonated a lot. So we can get really, really busy and we can start missing the, the true meaning of what we're trying to do. Mm. So God's been saying, slow down, you know, enjoy what I've given you and, and really focus on your family. And, and, you know, at home, obviously, that's where it all starts. But uh, slow down and enjoy and notice the things that I'm trying to, to do in your life and work through you and different things like that. And so, you know, I think for me, just uh, between work and home and, you know, I have kids now, seven, four or seven, five and two. Mm. And so we're, you know, we're living it. You, you are too. You're yeah. the same boat. We're in that, we're in that phase of life that uh, can literally just blow you right by. And so I think um, in the last year, really, so at Band of Brothers in April, uh, boot camp, men's boot camp we went to, mm -hmm. you know, that question kind of started of uh, learning to say no to certain things. That way I can say yes to the things that God wants yeah. me to say yes to. And so that's kind of been a theme throughout the year for me. That's good. Uh, so yeah, seven, five, and two. Two. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we're at nine, five, and three. Um, so, it, you know, it, it is, it's one of those seasons where you're needed at home the most, but you're also, we're young, you know, you're trying to build businesses or churches or yeah. whatever. And so it's, it's more likely for us to be so busy. We can't go home, even though that's the time when we need to be at home yep. the most. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's, it's good to hear one of our deacons say that. Obviously he says yes to, to just many things, yep. being a deacon, being here today. Um, <laughs> And, and so it's not a, like a complete disconnect from what, you know, from, from other things, uh, but picking and choosing, you know, which one is of those things that God is calling you to and which he isn't. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, being in communication with him and admittedly, I haven't always been great at that consistently. Hmm. And so, you know, you don't want to say no to something that he's calling you to. Yeah. And so being able to discern that too is, is another challenge that I have as well. Yeah. That's good. So you know, I would encourage everybody when you think about uh, busyness and what you're doing, maybe have those thoughts, you know, what are the most important things? What is God calling you to? And sometimes even when we as a church ask you to do something, it might be something God wants you to say no to. So you can say yes to something uh, at home or something else that he's calling you to. So, yeah. And that's a hard no to say to, or yes. to, to say at all, I guess. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I'm telling you to say no to me, but, don't ever say no. No, like, <laughs> no totally. Those are, are a necessary part of what we need to do. Okay, that's good. Um, so the third question has more to do with growing in relationship towards Christ, but also alongside other people. Uh, and so the next one is, outside of your family, who is somebody that God uses to show you truth uh, and maybe give us an example? Ooh. So this one I had to think long and hard on. Because my, my, obviously my quick answer is going to be like my mom, right. you know, or something like that. So I really had to think about this one. But I think right now um, it would be a good friend of ours, Tyler Fireball. So, mm. you know, for many that know his story, uh, it's not for me to share here. But uh, 
you know, he, he's been dealt a hand this year through life that, mm-hmm. that you can go one or two directions. And, <clears throat> you know, I think I've seen him respond to that in the most godly, positive way possible. Yeah. And so, you know, seeing a good friend walk through that and, and responding the way that he has and, and knowing that God can always teach you something through that, you know, even in the pain, it's hard to understand when you're going through that. And I can't, I can't act like that I can relate to that because mm-hmm. I can't. But uh, just the strength and the, you know, the willingness that he has to keep pursuing God in the way that he has is, has been inspiring for me. And uh, the fact that, you know, I haven't honestly experienced that, but still struggle, you know, in our walk, just like anybody yeah. else does. So um, I would say that he's probably made the most impact on me so far this year. That's good. Um, you know, if, if you do want to know more about Tyler's story, he shares a little bit of it. And uh, he's been on an episode of this podcast before. I want to say... Number five, I could be wrong, but if you just look back through uh, on our website or on uh, through the podcast portal, um, you'll be able to see that. Uh, but I, I think it says a lot about how God can use uh, tragedy and, and things that most of us would look at negatively uh, to make a big difference. God's obviously made a big difference in his life, mm-hmm. but it's also, you know, the ripples are going beyond that from what you're sharing. Yes. Um, that a, a situation in a lot of ways that you and I just can't identify with at all. Yeah. Um, but God has, I think, shown both of us um, through Tyler's resilience and through what God's doing, uh, just what a little bit about what God is, is capable of. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, as we go through our everyday struggles, you can just put all that into perspective and, and see what other people, how they're responding to different trials and things like that. And, you know, what, you know, I guess how their walk evolves, I guess, really. And, uh you know, seeing somebody like that and how he responded, like I say, just inspires you to, to do better yourself. Yeah. There's an old cliche. I can't remember who said it, um, but it's God doesn't waste the pain. I know that's something we've talked about in men's yep. group before. Yep. Um, and that's true for our own lives. But we, when we have a brotherhood or sisterhood or whatever with people, um, you know, they're, the pain that our brothers and sisters have been through it can influence us too. And it's not, you know, we're not wanting them to go through pain, obviously. Yeah. Um, but God seems to do really cool work uh, in people when they're going through those difficult times. He's easiest to see in those moments often. Yeah. Uh, and so if, if we, because I know, I know, you know, one of the reasons why it's made a difference to you is I know that, you know, when things were, were really bad, you were there, you know? Um, and so by being there, in a way, you're getting to benefit from some of that, some of the good things that are happening, and that's you know a good thing to be there for a friend even when they're going through tough times. Yes. All right, that's good. <clears throat> so, last question, um, and this is the one that requires you to brag on what God is doing in you, uh, <laughs> the most uncomfortable probably, yeah. uh, and that is uh, how are you showing the love of Christ to others? Yeah, actually, I said I had to ponder a long time on the last question, but probably this one, actually. (laughs) Um, Well, so just for the listeners out there, we have our plumbing company, roughly about 98 employees. So what drives us every day is to have a positive impact on their life. And, you know, are we to the point where I'm saying we're doing like Bible studies every day of the week and different things like that? No, but we can have a positive impact spiritual and Christian-like influence on them. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's how God's always revealed that to me since I've got into the position that I'm in. Um, you know, it's been a few years really where I'm at, but, you know, in the business, 10 plus years. And so, 
being able to see the impact of that. So we just had our work Christmas party uh, last weekend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 95 families show up. They bring their wives, their kids. Like, you know, it's this massive event. And I I don't say that to brag on the event or or us or anything like that. But we get to see the fruits of what we can do. And I know it's work, but, you know, it's bringing those people together and having a positive influence on them, how to live their life, you know, the right way and and go to work and do things the right way. And, uh, you know, even being able to have a spiritual influence on them as well. So yeah. we have done some women's Bible studies. They've done some. We've done some studies of ourselves on the men's side. Um, I would like to do more of that. So I'm not saying, yeah. like, say we, we hold church there every day. But, right. uh, I, you know, that's just always what's driven us is, and I want to say us, I guess me and my sister, Rachel, we're, we're both up there every day and run, run it now. Um, but just ha- being able to influence those 90 families, that's, yeah. that's a motivation for us. Yeah. Uh you know, I think that one of the ways that I think we often miss what Jesus calls us to do in the Great Commission, uh, you know, he says, go therefore and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at, you know, the Greek behind that, that can be like, as you are going, make disciples. It doesn't necessarily mean, for some it does. Um, you know, we have friends that are missionaries that have gone to the other side of the earth or are going to go back to the other side of the earth. Um, but it doesn't mean that for everybody. And in a lot of ways, it's, whatever God puts you to, uh, are you finding a way to minister through that? And so I will have, you know, I will have people come to me and this happens a lot in ministry. I'll have people come to me and, you know, God's moved in their life. He's done something. He's revealed something. They're convicted. They feel like they need to serve. And they'll be like, I need to do something. I feel like I'm wasting my life. And do I need to go into ministry? And, you know, my first thought is, well, you know, vocational ministry is not for everybody, but yes, you need to go into ministry like where you're at every day. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, that if you have any position of leadership anywhere, which all of us do to some degree or another, uh, are you leveraging that for the gospel in some way? Now you, you're still a plumbing company and you still need to make money and make sure your employees are, you know, caring for their families, mm-hmm. but using that for uh, spiritual purposes too is, is I think really at the heart of the gospel because you, you look at the scripture, you don't see like, you know, you don't see the church organized like it is today, you know, where you have, professional ministers you just see people who are tent makers like paul was or fishermen like uh, uh peter and the sons of zebedee and, and they you know doing their job yeah use the uh spread the gospel through it yeah i think so and you know like I say just <clears throat> i guess um you know like so we don't have church there every day but just in the way that we live our daily lives and like you're saying making disciples in our, in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that's just God's taken those 90 families and he's put them in that one place for us to have impact on. And I just don't think we should take that lightly. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, all of you out there, uh, whether you know it or not, you have, you have people that look to you, uh, whether it's just in, in, in your own home, your own family, uh, or you know, your business, your career. Uh, how can you, maybe something to think about. How can you, uh, leverage that for the gospel uh, and and show people that you love love them care about them in Jesus name uh, that's that's where evangelism starts so yep. appreciate that good word all right well I asked your dad this last week uh, if you had any other extra words of wisdom and I got some extra <laughs> stuff out of him so do you have any oh extra? no and if you don't that's okay <laughs> he's older and wiser so maybe he has the extra words of wisdom yeah he's definitely older and wiser <laughs> um you know I don't know that I do okay I appreciate that that humility to say yeah. I'm done. I'm, 
That's it. <laughs> All the wisdom that I have is in this last 15 minutes. All right. Well, good deal. Well, thanks again for uh, being interviewed. Uh, and, you know, I hope as you guys are watching, you continue to learn um, how good God is, the way that he brings us all together uh, in, our, in our very different uh, abilities and, and vocations and stages of life uh, to work together for his kingdom and uh, consider how you can, how you might answer all these questions, maybe someday we'll interview you, uh, and uh, to know that, that God is on mission right there where you're at uh, and right here through our church. So, Preston. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you later. And uh, we will see you guys probably not next week because of Christmas, um, but we'll see you guys in a couple weeks with episode 12. See ya. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the No Grow Show show. Don't forget, join us again next week 